In the know for Friday, August 20, the 232nd day of 2021. There are 133 days left in the year. Good morning, MP, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll have a Cougar Sports Report as we get you ready for the kickoff to the high school football season tonight. Day number 10 of Where's Quacky and the Water Cooler Question. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah. I'm so happy it's Friday. You're happy it's Friday. Yes. I think uh, I think I'm happy it's Friday. Uh, we'll talk more about that a little bit uh, later. You know, big big kickoff. High school football gets underway yeah. tonight. You love the zoo, yes? Oh yeah. You big have fan. always wanted to do a cage. Well, you've wanted to do cage-free shark dive, but you wanted to go diving and be in a cage, like underwater, when you scuba. Absolutely. There's yeah. a zoo in South Africa that does what is called a reverse zoo, where they put you in the middle of a wildlife sanctuary, and they put you in the cage and let the animals look at you instead of, I mean, I guess you can look at the animals, too. I would do it. Yeah, I mean, really, isn't this reverse zoo just the same yeah. thing as cage diving in the ocean? I like it. I mean, it's pretty much yeah. the same same thing. You know, pack a lunch, I'd go out it. there, just sit in the middle of the lion exhibit or the savannah all day, I suppose. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award, the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, Rome, New York, and even Brownsville. He's Sam Gormley. And the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. It's game day. Yeah, yeah, sure is. Yeah, Yankees have won seven in a row. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Well, Reds won last night. <laughs> beat Don Mattingly, which is always a good thing, right? They, no, no. <laughs> Evansville zone. Don't, don't beat Don Mattingly, not Donnie Baseball. Uh, how many in a row have the Reds won? One. Okay, all right, just but, uh, That's six less one, one than game, seven. One game out of the wild card race, <laughs> yeah. so it's good. High school football season is here. Uh, we're going to have a Cougar Sports Report coming up later on in the show today. But uh, is the crew excited? I think so. I mean, can you draw it up any better than starting off with a tobacco bowl? No, it's like the Daytona 500. Oh. That's why they start with the Daytona 500 to the beginning of the it's NASCAR the season. And you're starting with the Super Bowl first, I suppose. Um, it can make or break your season. Agreed? Yeah, I, yeah 100%. I mean, l- like... I know that Coach Smart will always say that this game... Who? Yeah, right? <laughs> this game doesn't mean anything as far as district, but if you ask the players and you ask the fans, 
It means a little something. Makes it a little harder to show up to practice on Monday if you lay a, if you lay an egg in this one, Plus, no matter that, who it is. Coach Jones, all he's known as being the head coach is having that tobacco stick hang, hang in, his, uh, in his office. I was a little surprised. I, I don't know if I was surprised, but uh, I know we'll probably talk about it later, but uh, Edmondson County leads the series 24 to 20. Mm-hmm. Is that right? So uh, Wildcats actually have a four game edge in that, uh, in that series. That's going but back. The Cougars won two in a row. The Cougars are boasting two in a row. So can they make it three? We'll find out. And we'll talk about it more later on during the show. We're going to see a hot, humid air push in with the heat index between 96 and 102 early next week. Going to get a little bit of a break. So our friends at uh, the wave three storm tracking team, they're talking about 90 and 92 for the weekend. I think here between the lakes, we're talking, Talking about 87, 88, something like that. Just slightly cooler than the the heat island of the metropolitan Louisville area. But we will see the warmth build and the humidity build next week. And then uh, later next week, we could get into more of a rainy pattern, which kind of the way that this week uh, went, it kind of unfolded. We'll see a uh, rain chance of 20% today. We'll call it a high of 89, but I think uh, a little bit slightly less than that as you get ready for Cougar football tonight. I think I saw it uh, kickoff time, Sam. Maybe the four, the temperature might be around 81, 81, 81 82, and then by like something the fourth quarter, you're looking at like mid-70s. Yeah, so this I mean, game should start on time, which is important. It should be a beautiful night for football. A lot of times you're dealing with the heat and humidity, and it delays the start of the game, but looks like this one will be played, and uh, we'll be dry and uh, we'll get started that's, on time that's the we'll be dry we'll that's, be dry that's, that's the, the uh, partly that's cloudy the 73 is the overnight low and really it's the early tomorrow morning low uh, that you'll see just before uh, the sun comes up tomorrow scattered thunderstorms for your afternoon tomorrow thanks to some heat and humidity throughout the day a high of 90 and then we told you what to expect going into next week um, it seems like every day that comes along there's some other national news item that makes you cringe as an American, and yesterday a man surrendered after claiming to have a bomb near the U.S. Capitol building. He pulled up on the sidewalk outside the Library of Congress and went live on Facebook and decided to start uh, spouting all this. He wanted to speak to the president, and he said he had a propane bomb and said that if you shoot me, I've got my finger on the trigger and blah, blah, blah. It's a dicey situation on on the normal But then add to, theoretically, the entire world could be watching because of him uh, streaming it live. But uh, after uh, negotiations, they were able to bring it to an end. And I just, I don't, 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 radical ideology or making people do really abnormal and um, things. Just, just, I I don't know, just shake my head. Uh, Yesterday, 4,800 and 36 new COVID cases reported by the state government, the third highest number of cases in a single day since we've been dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. uh, Just to give you an idea for if you're tracking demographics, over a quarter, so 26%, 1,275 of those 4,836 are 18 and younger. So 25% fall between that 0 to 18 demographic. There were nine new deaths yesterday. Hospitalizations. Um, I, you know, you see some, you've seen some graphics this week that show, well, about 70% of ICUs, you know, look, you know, Kentucky is not maxed out yet, but you don't want to be like Alabama where Alabama ran out of beds yesterday. And if we continue on the trajectory that we are, we will plow through 
the available hospital beds more quickly than we um, should. There are 481 people in ICUs around the state, and there are 242 patients on a ventilator. As of yesterday, that's a bump of 13 more than the day before. Closer to home, 39 new cases reported uh, yesterday by the state on behalf of Grayson County. I don't know if that's yesterday's numbers actually from the previous day, but just to give you a running total, that's at uh, 39. And the rate of occurrences as of yesterday was 84.9, meaning 84.9 per 100,000 residents. So uh, very much too high. I also should tell you there has been a modification today in the time that COVID-19 testing will be available at the Grayson County Health Department. It was advertised yesterday that it would be yesterday and today from 8 to 4. Today, the testing will end at noon. So it's underway now, and it goes on until noon there at 124 East White Oak Street in Litchfield. Don't need an appointment. Don't need to call. Just show up, and the testing is around back uh, behind the building there through their partnership with uh, Blue Water Lab that is based in Mount Washington. Also being encouraged, uh, just kind of an advisory, when if you need a COVID-19 test, don't go to an ER. Like don't the ER is overwhelmed on a normal basis and ER or ED as some of them are called now emergency departments or er, emergency rooms. Your idea of an emergency and their idea of an emergency are often two different things. So there there's COVID-19 testing available places and it's not the ER or the ED. There's drive-through testing at Owensboro Health Twin Lakes. We just told you there's testing available at the Grayson County Health Department until noon today. So don't just show up at the ER because you're taking resources from true emergencies when you do that. If you have decided you want to get a um, corn dog paired with a COVID-19 vaccination, Great combo. You can do that at the state fair. There you can uh, get your COVID-19 vaccine for free and available through the end of the state fair. We're at 55% of Kentuckians who have received at least one dose of the vaccine. Uh, I think you you have to buy your own corn dog, but I think you're getting an armband to ride rides if you get the jab. Can we talk to Trevor Ray about when we get our boosters about maybe hooking us up with a corn dog as well? Well, he's giving away... um, Caneyville Fair ride tickets. Oh, he has pockets and pockets. He oh, has pockets okay. full of them. <laughs> and so, if you get your jab Ticket, with that, do I get to watch the grease pole climbing? Front row seats and backstage passes and a VIP. When can meet, I get meet, the booster? Meet and greet if you. So, Trevor doesn't mess around with the state fair. He's all in on the Caneyville Fair. Okay. Uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell continued his barnstorming tour across the state this week. He was in Litchfield earlier this week. He was in Morgantown earlier this week. And if you'll recall, two weekends ago, he was unable to attend at Fancy Farm, even though it's a tradition that he likes and has a great uh, track record at. But because of the infrastructure bill that they were dealing with, they were unable to be home during that time when he normally would have been having these meetings. And so he's, you know, he's advocating for vaccinations and he's talking about that's the only true way for us to get beyond this. But one of the things that he's also talking about are Kentucky's addiction recovery efforts. He says they deserve to rank as a priority when looking for ways to spend massive amounts of pandemic aid coming to the state. He discussed the state's opportunity to steer federal pandemic money into recovery programs 
as he visited an addiction treatment center in Washington County yesterday. Quote from him, he said, this is a one-time opportunity in which there's going to be an enormous amount of money coming into our state. So even before the COVID-19 pandemic, we were missing, in my opinion, pretty much an entire generation of workers. Now, they came from different generations because opioids are impacting people of different ages, but they're they're impacting a large enough group of people that it really was putting a strain on labor forces that were available. You, you know, everyone has a for, for hire sign or now hiring sign up right now, but it's not, but there were a lot of hiring signs available before, Uh, the pandemic. It's just grown worse as a result. And some of that is because of the scourge that opioids have been on our society over the last decade. And so this might be a way to try and remedy that for Kentuckians. Opioid abuse remains deadly in the bluegrass state. Fatal drug overdoses in Kentucky surged nearly 50% last year. And isolation caused by the pandemic was a major contributing factor According to a recent state report, more than 1,964 Kentuckians died from drug overdoses in 2020. Wow. Now, I just told you, well, I didn't give you the updated number today, but the pandemic has cost about 7,700 Kentuckians. I think we're still shy of of 8,000. I could look back quickly and find the number. But just for the sake of comparison, we're talking about that number in a pandemic, but in a 12-month period. Almost 2,000 Kentuckians lost a drug overdose. So it has. While we've been busy talking about other things for the last year, this is this is still front and center of the concerns that Kentuckians should have. Our seasonally adjusted preliminary July 2021 unemployment employment rate was unchanged from June. The 4.4 percent jobless rate was down 1.2 percentage points from the 5.6 percent recorded for the state one year ago. And uh, so things looking about the same as they were. KCTCS has a record number of credentials and graduates despite the pandemic. The uh, Kentucky Community and Technical College System awarded a record number of credentials to a record number of graduates for the 2021 academic year. The 16 colleges that make up that system awarded just shy of 40,000 credentials, degrees, diplomas, certificates, saw a 5% year-over-year increase, and they had more than, for the first time in their 20-year history, KCTCS had uh, has awarded credentials to more than 20,000 graduates. That's awesome. In a year. Right? That's awesome. That's good. I mean, you think about the size of UK, UofL, WKU, Eastern. Yeah. Uh, the KCTCS system is more than any of those singly. You could add, you'd have to add a couple of them together. Well, probably three or four of them together to come up with what the 16 uh, KCTCS college system is doing. And then this story got my attention today because it, it felt like, uh, something that we could be experiencing here locally <laughs> in Belfast Harbor, Maine, a giant rubber ducky made a surprise appearance in a Maine Harbor and officials said they have no idea who put it there or why the Harbor master at Belfast Harbor. Her name is Catherine said the giant yellow duck estimated to be about 25 feet tall appears to be anchored in the shallow part of the Harbor The duck has the word joy written in large letters on its front. Does does Quacky have a sibling that we don't know about? 
what I was wondering. You know, we, we're we having a large rubber ducky show up around various places in our community over the last month or so, So and continues today. So it made me wonder, is Belfast Harbor, Maine trying to copy us? Uh, another question I have is, will Quacky eventually grow to 25 feet tall? Like, is Quacky a baby and Quacky's going to become a big 25-foot duck? I have so many questions and few answers. I Somebody just, get the colonel on the line. I just love joy. I'm yeah, just saying. Just, I think it's just trying to spark joy and make people feel better and comfort them and made me feel better by looking at it. So, And speaking of, we'll have our very own day number 10 of Where's Quacky. That's coming right up here on In the Know. Final words I found an ace that I could keep. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your This segment of In the Know brought to you by the Mid Park Job Fair coming up on uh, what, the 24th from 10 to 6. That's on uh, Tuesday. The job fair going on at their location, 2555 Brandenburg Road. They're starting at $15 an hour. Mid Park, a locally owned family business for over 40 years, having their job fair 10 to 6 on Tuesday, starting at $15 an hour. And um, you can, uh, great company. So if you've got uh, math skills, problem solving skills, attention to detail, and stamina, stamina, not stamina, stamina, you are wanted. During the job fair, mid-part coming up on Tuesday from 10 to 6. It's also day number 10 of Where's Quacky. We'll tell you about that in just a moment, but it's Lemonade Day today. Uh, But also, I found it odd that it's Kool-Aid Day. I like Kool-Aid. Oh, I love Kool-Aid, but it's a little bit odd that That Kool-Aid and Lemonade Day would be trying to... Compete to, against one another? Right. Are you um, sure you can get lemonade Kool-Aid? Yes, you can. I can I can speak to the fact. You know, I've always <laughs> said the Kool-Aid packet that mom bought at the store, you always knew we were out when you got to the lime. And so you could do the pink lemonade. You could do the, the regular lemonade that was in the yellow packet. There was the cherry. There was the grape, which mm-hmm. was super popular. Uh, but the when the lime came out, you knew time to go to the store because back. Lime. And still to this day, Red. that's about the popsicles that are left over in the Alea gets the banana ones and the the, the, li- the Lello ones. The Lello ones and no, the no. lime ones are the ones that when you when you see me eating a lime popsicle, you know it's uh, time to get more <laughs> because they're the last to be grabbed. It's also radio day today. So, well, look it up. So, uh, Happy radio day to you. Right. Congratulations! I don't. I don't know how you. <laughs> well, I'm and, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's a bacon lover okay. day today. I have a. I'm in on that too. I have a face for radio and a voice for newspaper. That's what <laughs> I always like to say. Um, where's Quacky? Day number ten. Congratulations to Dennis Haycraft. He knew that yesterday. Uh, Sam, I was really hoping a Caney Villian would win yesterday since mm. Quacky was at the Purple Flash Center. But uh, Dennis Haycraft is the winner. He knew, uh, a bunch of people knew, that Quacky spent the day at the Purple Flash Center yesterday. So here's day number 10. Where is Quacky spending 
today. Where is Quacky spending today? This one might be a bit of a, a challenge over on the K105 Facebook page. Go in the comments section. You'll see this photograph out by itself with day number 10 of Where's Quacky. You tell us where Quacky is, and you may win your own K105 T-shirt and have a duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta coming up on September the 6th. You could win $1,000, but most importantly, go to gc-alliance.com and uh, sponsor your own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta coming up September the 6th. High school football season gets underway tonight, and as per usual, except for last year and 1986, (laughs) the uh, Grayson County Cougars and the Edmondson County Wildcats will do battle with the t- in the Tobacco Bowl to kick off this season. Hasn't always been the first game of the season, Sam, but usually is the first game of the yeah, season. Yeah, because Hancock County and Grayson County, I'm going off memory here, I think from like 08 to 2019, they opened up against one another, but prior to then there was a stretch of Edmondson and Grayson open up against one another. The Tobacco Bowl. You've seen the tobacco stick up close and personal. No, it, I'm not allowed to get too close to it. I have, I guess, I haven't earned that honor yet. It's hanging up on the wall in the in the locker room, so I, I've never been close enough to actually like touch it or anything. It's a little known fact that typically what happens is E.E. E. McGee uses it as a walking stick most of the time when it's not up for grabs this particular week. Is that true or I, is that false? Do you I know? can't deny that. I I've never seen it, but I haven't not seen it either. If he wanted to, who would deny him? <laughs> Yeah, I cannot imagine. Yeah, no, no one would. There's nothing he couldn't do. That's right. Locker room show tonight at six thirty. Kicks off at seven forty fifth matchup. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, are you surprised that the Wildcats have a twenty four to twenty edge in the series? Well, when I went through this summer and and redid the entire his, historical look at the Cougars, there was a stretch there that it was all Edmondson County. Yeah. Like in that eighties to early nineties mm-hmm. stretch, in it was all Edmondson. Like Nineteen eighty eight. Yep. Mm-hmm. 88, 89 mm-hmm. season, yeah. And mm-hmm. then uh, it really about four or five years ago, they won a stretch winning about four or five in a row as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Coach Pierce had some really good teams down mm-hmm. there uh, in, a, in a stretch. But uh, last, se- last season was the second time they didn't play in uh, nearly 45 years. And uh, you told me earlier it was 1986 was another year. Any idea why they didn't play in 86? No, but it's also interesting. In 1984, they played – Edmondson County won, but they used an el- ineligible player. Ah, got to keep so your got, eye on those Wildcats. So yep. they, they had to forfeit. <laughs> yeah. So te- technically they played in 1984, but in the score in the record book, it's just one to nothing Cougar victory. Was it like ineligible player? Did he have like a beard and he was 25 years old and <laughs> I didn't, had played four years in a college somewhere? Or I, I haven't read the details yet. Gotcha. All right, what do we need to know about this year's Cougars? Kaylor Decker returning as a starting quarterback for Grayson County. Uh, last season, weird year. I think it's kind of hard to, is really the way to describe it. Passed for just under 400 yards. Had a lot of success on the ground as well. Rushed for about 150. Um, he's also picked up a couple of Division three offers already this season. So those are starting to come in, which is always a good sign. Chandler McCrady is a name that if you follow the Cougars over the past couple of years, you know him as a basketball player. He's going to be playing football this year. He also was a starting catcher for the Cougar baseball team. He's going to be your starting running back. And then you return what could turn into like a four-headed monster in wide receivers. Hunter Toms, Owen Bratcher, Michael Wood, and, and Jaron Van Meter is a name, to, like my name to watch. He really showed out in seven-on-seven action. Okay. So sounds like multiple, multiple places that uh, Kaler can go with the, can go with the ball, yeah. which is key. 
I think you're going to be seeing, and I don't want to even by any means call this Grayson County team an air raid because they are the furthest thing from that, but this is far from what you saw a couple of years ago where they ran the ball 93% of the time. Yeah, that's the other thing. If the team, if it, and I'm not saying, Kentucky's even been that way where other teams know uh, they're just going to hand the ball to mm-hmm. Benny Snell and they're still going to be successful, but if you can at least make the defense be honest and keep them from stacking the box, it gives you an advantage, even if you're not overly successful through the air. I think what Coach Jones was telling me in the pre preseason, he said, you know, if we're running the ball and we're getting four or five yards of carry, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, it's but the safest way of it, doing it. Yeah, I think his his line that he goes to is that three things can happen when you pass the ball and two of them are bad. <laughs> yeah, that's ex- that's exactly right. Uh, the Wildcats four and four coming off of last year, and again, I don't know what you make of it. You know, because of an abbreviated season, and well, and they took like a month off. COVID this and COVID that and all that. Uh, it's just uh, especially with a small school, and then you know, one positive turns into twelve, turns into you can't play. So again, I'm kind of like you. There metrics in most everything except for. Uh, positivity, you can throw that out, whether it's in business or sports or whatever. But uh, what do we need to know about Edmondson County other than the guy that used to lead the program up here is now leading the program down there? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the biggest story, I think, even in Brownsville. I mean, this is just throw out the Grayson County connection. I mean, they have a new head coach who's had a lot of success. You know, he's, I think, 24 total years as a head coach, 16 at Grayson County. He's the all-time winningest coach in Grayson County history. But if you're looking at players-wise – uh, it looks like Darren Alexander is going to be the starting quarterback for the Wildcats. Uh, not not in really any experience. I think he had two catches for 11 yards last season. But they do return two of their three leading rushers from last year, Logan Davis and Matthew Shaw. So I think you're looking, obviously with Coach Smart, you're going to see running the ball a lot more. But I think they're really going to have to rely on Davis and Shaw. So, I mean, obviously, that's the big, that's the elephant in the room is the Ed Smart factor. Mm-hmm. And when he stepped down, I think we reported it because it was reported to us as a, was it reported to us as a retirement or as a resignation? Do you know? Do you remember? Do you remember? I don't know that it was really specified. Okay. So, all right, let me ask you this. Have you been able to gain a feeling from the Cougar team if when Coach Smart left the team and said, all right, I'm going, I'm, I'm going on with the next chapter of my life, were they left with the idea that he was just going to like enjoy life and slow down? So, or did they know this was a possibility? So he's been open that he was looking to go back to Ohio okay. and coach. All right, and then gotcha. he had actually accepted a job in Tennessee, but ended up deciding to not take that prior to gotcha. last okay. season. And then I think when this job opened at Edmondson County, it was kind of an opportunity to still stay close to, you know, still stay in the same home and everything, and it moved on from there. Yeah, Coach Smart's still a resident of Grayson County. Mm -hmm. I mean, as far as I know, I passed there at least twice a day. Uh, So there's, you know, nothing out of the way in that. Have you been able to gain, obviously, Coach Jones was the offensive coordinator for Coach Smart, et cetera. Have you been able to – can you tell what the temperature is of the Cougar program about going to Brownsville and facing Coach Smart? I think what you would expect. Okay. I think it's a little mix of – I think some players really, you know, Coach Smart is everything to them. You know, they respect him and, and everything. And I think some have a little bit of an extra chip on their shoulders. But then, I mean, it's still been two years since he's led this program. So you have some playmakers that never played under Coach Smart. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. So they, they don't really have this aspect. But I think – you're looking at first that this is Edmondson County. Right. And that's all that really matters. Mm-hmm. This is the name on the jersey. Yeah, that's Ed the Smart most will be the part. talk until the first whistle is blown and that ball's kicked in the air. 
and then it's just Grayson County, Edmondson County. As far as I know, Ed Smart won't make a carry, attempt a pass, attempt a field goal or anything well, tonight. It's going to be we, between the lines. We did mention Edmondson County used an eligible player in the 80s. So <laughs> we, well, okay. We, so, don't, so we don't know with we can't say it's. We can't say that could never happen, but it is, un, uh, I, it is extremely I'll, unlikely. I'll take your money on that. Yeah, I think that's a fair statement. And to your point, though, you're right. Some of these kids, because it's been a couple of years, uh, didn't play for him. But I don't care if you're a junior pro or middle school or where you are. Oh. The guy at the top of the varsity program is the – everybody knows who Mark Stoops is. Everybody knows who. So, it. I mean, it means something. But I know that we tend to – it's kind of entertainment for us. You know, for you and I, we look at it and go, well, how's this going to go? I mean, you know, is it – how do people feel about it? And it may be a non-starter. I don't know. In our business – Storylines are everything. Sure. And this is just a storyline on top of the storyline. So tonight, about 7 o'clock, a few minutes after 7, all of the Cougar Fall sports will be up and running competition-wise. Uh, volleyball is already in action. How's their week gone? They're 1-1 one one so far. Lost to Breck on Monday, 3-1. to one. And then beat Cloverport 2 to nothing on Wednesday. So they're going to be playing today at the Apollo Summer Slam, which is a great tournament name. That sounds dangerous. They're going to be playing sounds Henderson fun. County and Paducah-Tillman hmm. tonight. Okay. Is it a combination of, like, WWE event and volleyball? Like, are there any suplexes or it's RKO's. sleeper RKO's holds? Or, oh, okay, all right. Gotcha. I mean, when you put slam in the title of something, it's a little bit, can be a little bit misleading. Lady Cougar Soccer, what's going on with them? They had a rough week, lost to Marion County Owensboro this week, and they're going to be at Hart County on Monday before opening district play on Tuesday against Butler. All right. What about uh, BSOC? Right, I th- is that is that one of those cool abbreviations yeah, that our yeah. Twitter handle uses? I, I, I noticed it was like G sock, uh-huh. and I noticed it was B. So what about B soccer, boys soccer? Boys soccer. They tied North Bullet last week to open the season. So I think that was last Thursday, two to two, and then they lost to Bullet Central on Tuesday, three to one. They're going to be playing Christian Academy of Louisville tomorrow morning. Are they tired of their head coach yet and need Miss Buckles over there to come in oh, and swoop oh in and save the day? <laughs> no, they're they're still okay with their coach. I, I hope so. I have not confirmed as, nor denied. As far that. as you know, okay. Well, I mean, bottom of the barrel when they had to go to that guy. <laughs> Goodness gracious! All right, what about Cougar Golf? Been a busy week. Yeah, they they've hosted Whitesville and then traveled to Mead and E Town, Lady Cougars. They're going to be at Ohio County on Monday. I know I was talking with Coach Embry earlier in the week, and it's a younger team, so it's just kind of growing as a team and getting ready for regionals that come up at the end of September. So it's just, you know, one step after another. I was up along US 62 earlier this week approaching Grayson County High School and noticed the cross-country courses as cut out and being being mown where they're training in the afternoons. What's cross-country doing? So they actually open their year on Tuesday in the Kentucky-Indiana Border Clash. So it's where schools from southern Indiana and Kentucky compete against one another there. We got slamming. We got clashing. Like, very, there very, is so much. So much and violence. I'm 40. So much violence. <laughs> well, you are going to be excited. They do go back to the hillbilly run later in the good, year, which good. is one of your right. favorites. That sounds a little more docile than <laughs> clashing and slamming. The boys finish in seventh overall. They were led by junior Peyton Nash, who finished 11th, and freshman Houston Brooks, who finished in 20th. The girls finished fourth in overall, led by freshman Gracie Portman, who finished in 18th, and sophomore Corey Milam, who finished in 32nd. All That's right. good. So up and running tonight. Uh, got a new host of Cougars in the classroom, yes? Yes. 
Uh, Chase Blaine will be bringing you. And, and he, he wanted me to pass along a message to you and said that the Twins are coming for the Yankees this weekend. Oh, good luck. His, his words, not mine. The, this weekend. So so not last night. Oh, did they lose to the Yankees last night? They they did. Oh, So okay. we're well, just making sure. I, I'm just passing the message along. I'm not getting in the middle of this. If he means for the series, then he's probably wrong already since <laughs> they already lost last night. If he specifically means the weekend, well, then he still has a still has a shot. Uh, I need to ask you about the U.K. football situation, the news of the last 24 hours. What do you make of that? I think it – I don't know. I mean, that's the big – that's probably the best way to put it is that it seems like that there are some questions, and I think that they're – I read something that they might be due in court today, so hopefully we start to get more of the answers to those questions. But I think that I saw Matt Jones talking about it yesterday, and the gun is the biggest question. So six players involved in basically what turned into a frat party gone awry back last school year. March the 6th. March the 6th. So it was during the offseason, six football players went to a party. As I understand it, got into a fight with the frat people. There was some name-calling, and the football players left. And then they came back. So that's this is where this is where the big mistake was made is they couldn't leave well enough alone. They went back and that's where burglary gets thrown in. And allegedly Vito Tisdale. Correct. Allegedly Vito Tisdale had a gun, and then that's where the additional charge is getting thrown in. Now, people who are saying, Well, how come this hasn't been reported on? Well, the re- it was dealt with, they said it was dealt with internally. Well, what happened was the arrests were made, and then Mark Stoops and the UK football team, which hasn't been without off the field controversy uh, in his the last couple of years, they said, um, "Well, we're going to wait and see what happens." But they disciplined them internally. But then it took the entire summer for investigators and prosecutors to decide if there were going to be. Charges filed. So the arrest was made in March, but charges weren't filed until earlier this week. Is that correct? I don't know that there are arrests made in March. I'm not, I don't really know the, de- the details of what had happened in March, but okay. I know that yesterday they were charged. All six players were charged with first degree burglary, and then Vito Tisdale on top of that was also charged with first degree wants and endangerment. And the serious portion of that is those are all felonies. Right. So let me ask you this. When I looked at the array of players involved, Vito Tisdale was the only name that I knew. Jaton McLean is a running back that has really showed out in fall practice that they were thinking could potentially be like that third string guy. Yeah. And uh, some offensive linemen. And Andrew Phillips, his dad played at Kentucky in the 80s, yeah. I believe is when it was, and he was a cornerback, lightning fast, that I think they were expecting to step up as well. So, so there's some big names on there. Okay, so they, but they haven't been difference makers so far, but they could. So far. So, so my question is, if these guys are out for a period of games, is it that big of a deal to the success of the team, is my question. Uh, to be know? determined. Yeah. To be determined. I mean, it's we'll, hard to tell we'll, because we haven't been in practice. We don't know. We'll find out together. Any Outside of tonight, any other K105 digital productions coming up that we need to know about? If you tune in tonight, we're going to announce the rest of our so non-football broadcasts. Okay. So, gotcha. So there might be other... one next week, so be sure to watch the game tonight and the tease. I don't even know what it is. I'll have to tune out and find out with everyone else. So there you go. Locker room show at 630, all the various places. K105, the K105 app, K105.com, Facebook page, YouTube, Periscope. If you want to see the game tonight or listen to the game tonight, you can find it. Thanks, Sam. we got to get to a break. We'll come back more on the way here on In the Know.
you know. In the Old West, more cowboys died crossing swollen rivers than during gunfights. That makes sense. Yeah, see, for over a century, humans have been driving into water that they shouldn't. Right. Well, you think when you played the Oregon Trail, that's one of the big ways that you'd always die. (laughs) Not from... Dysentery, dysentery. That's what it is. It was like or uh, cholera, or <laughs> cholera. Or All right. I, um, so I will tell you, I've, I've never played the Oregon Trail even once. Really, I've played it. No, is it is it a board game or is no? It it's a, a computer game. Yeah, computer game. It's an right. old style computer like, game. Like old school. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the, the graphics on it are are awesome. One of these days, I'm thinking that uh, we we have a Wii. But we never use it because we don't have internet worth anything. Well, but you, don't, you that, don't need internet to do your Wii. To fully, like, to enjoy it, to to get the full capability of, you know, sharing or playing with people, like, well, the communal problem games. Is it, it needs to be updated. Sure, that would be the other thing. And we don't have enough of an internet connection to update it. Right. And it just stinks. But also the new season pass for Microsoft Flight Simulator is on Xbox. And as soon as we get true broadband, I'm thinking, huh, would I like to have an Xbox just so I can do Microsoft I, Flight Simulator? I have an Xbox 360, uh, but that's not uh... – I don't, I don't know. Uh, are you all ready for today's water cooler question? You're going to text the answer to 270-259-6000. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. Going to give you your choice of tickets of uh, tickets for your prize today, Holiday World, Kentucky Kingdom, or Beach Bend. You get to select which you want the most. And here's the water cooler question for today. My pages are sticking together. <laughs> 30% of people say they can never do this without looking awkward or clumsy. Three in 10 people say they can never do this without looking awkward or clumsy. What is it? 270-259-6000. Do I do this? Uh, I don't know. You have probably done this at some point in time in your life, but no, certainly not frequently. I don't do it frequently either. Three in 10 people say they can never do this without looking awkward or clumsy. What is it? I think there are probably a lot of people who don't do this... I mean, 270-259-6000 is the number you text your answer to. Three in ten people say they can never do this without looking awkward or clumsy. What is What about it? me? Am I? I don't think you do either, Sam. I don't think. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't live with you, so I don't know. But my well, guess that means is, it must be something that happens oh, in the house. My guess is probably. It go. doesn't have to happen at home, but I think most likely it does. Hmm. Uh, let's see. New at the theater today. Paw Patrol the movie. I didn't oh, know there dear. was a Paw Patrol movie oh, coming yeah. out. Go get them, Chase and Marshall. And oh, goodness. Alea, Rufus, isn't that one can't. of them, too? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it could be a lot worse. It could. Oh, it could be a lot worse, absolutely. I'm just, I'm trying to not expose, I'm trying to not let Alea know that I don't know all the Paw Patrol names. I should. I just kind of chase and marshal my way through it. Reminiscence. <laughs> The Protégé and The Night House. Those are the movies that are out in the theater today. The newly released. Is that top Let's one taking a shot at us, see. sir? Ba, 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 ba. Uh, <laughs> yeah, co-host a radio show. That's I don't know, is that a shot? like 8 in 10. We can't all make it look this easy. 
do 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 no get up out of a chair i mean that's a good answer um but that's not what we're looking for walk backward public speaking uh there's some other answers in there but no none of those are correct 2702596000 text your answer 3 and 10 people say they can never do this without looking awkward or clumsy. Maroon 5 will be the first major U.S. act to perform in Canada as the borders reopen. The question will be, now you can get into Canada. Can you get back? Can you get back? Because our well, we haven't opened our border yet. I was listening to something that there was a lady that's stuck in Tonga right now, which is a country, an island country like in, I don't really know, Polynesia, mm-hmm. that she went at the start of the pandemic and she lives in Great Britain and she's not been able to get back. So uh-huh. she said to stay at this island in the Polynesia or wherever and just felt like, wow, you have such a tough life. Depending upon the conditions, like, well, I, I, I would need to know more. She apparently is staying in the house of a of somebody from Tonga who can't get back. So she's staying in their house because they can't get back so into the country. So she's stuck in an Airbnb, basically, Correct. is what you're saying. I guess a free Airbnb. <laughs> that wouldn't be too bad. And poor Britney Spears. She takes one step forward and two steps back. I know that's a Paul Abdul song, but... Uh, so, you know, she's been posting photos that probably you shouldn't. She maybe slapped a housekeeper or something. Just as we thought Brittany was getting things on track, she has a little more uh, of a struggle. So, anyway, we'll wrap up the water cooler question for today. We'll do that. We're going to have chart toppers, point to ponder, furl of wisdom, and more coming up here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Who is going to win the tobacco bowl? You're not allowed to answer this question. Yes, I can. I want to hear hear what she'll choose. Um, I'm actually celebrating my anniversary here at the station. I forgot about that. That's on my calendar. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, But here's the thing. So. What, 12 years ago? Yeah, yeah, 12. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Well, thank you. So I'm going to go with the Cougars. Going to go with the Cougars. All right. Uh, do you want to pick a score? This is where. Do could... you know how? Like, I, I, I want to hear you pick a score. Why, that's the best part is hearing you pick a score. How many How many will Grayson County score? How many points? Nine. <laughs> okay. okay. What could how happen? Many, it, and it, how many it, will Edmondson so score? That, that's a, like you get seven. For a touchdown, right? Yes. Six, okay. and then you get an extra Six point. Six, and then so an extra okay. point. Okay, so I'm going to go nine. Okay, okay. Nine, would hard to be, nine would be hard to get to from seven, but okay, that's safety. fine. Safety? It, it could be a yeah. safety, that's okay. right. Okay. And then how many will Edmondson score? Um, Is there anything below? Like four, well, three? <laughs> four would be hard. Four, four is unheard four, of. Four, four would be possible, but it would be difficult. Uh, nine would to be, four would be, would be difficult. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take it. All right. Nine to four. Nine to four. Okay. That's the. Are you sure you're not calling a girl softball game? <laughs> I mean, fun down there. Nine to four. If, All right. If it's nine to four, <laughs> what yes. do I win? Uh, anything you want. If it's if the final score is nine to four, you can have whatever you want. Just name it. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Well, I'll hold you on that. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's fine. I'm that confident <laughs> that the score will not be nine to four. That you can have whatever it is that you whatever it is that and you. And that's want. your sports segment for the day. That's right, <laughs> Sam. Uh, what do you? What, how are you? Calling I won't it? do a score because I don't like doing that if I'm calling it. Yeah. Uh, but I'll go Grayson. 
Okay. I will tell you, I was. I think um, I'm going uh, Cougars 20 to 6. Wow. Okay. 20 to 6 is what I'm going with. Uh, I am lamenting, though, that I'm reminded. I'm reminded on a lot of days, but I'm especially reminded today um, that, you know, this last summer we lost our friend Steve Meredith from down in Bowling Green, who is from Edmondson County, but worked here with us and remained a close friend over the years. And Sam, you and he worked together down in Bowling Green. We would have both heard from him today. Oh, no doubt. In advance of tonight's game. And so we would have had a pleasant, you know, I, he was a Kansas City Royals fan. And so we'd get a lot of Royals-Yankees uh, banter going on. And he would have reached out to this morning to just take our temperature about tonight's game. So there will Talk never, some smack. Yeah, there will never, there'll yeah. never be a tobacco bowl <laughs> day that will come and go that I won't um, think of and now miss uh, Steve Meredith and, and hearing from him. So good luck. To, oh, it's, I hope tonight's contest is injury-free. Absolutely. That would be the fairest way to say it. I hope Both it's, teams have fun. I hope it's Everyone injury, stays healthy. Injury, injury-free. On CBS Tonight, The Secret Celebrity Renovation, also followed up by the season two premiere of The Greatest At-Home Videos. I really like that. I like Cedric the Entertainer. I think he's funny. I think it's well-written. It's, you know, not America's Funniest Home Videos, but, but I like it just the same. And on A&E, the season two premiere of Cold Case Files. Celebrity Family Feud is on Sunday night on ABC. But for those of you that love The Walking Dead, you'll be tuned in to AMC on Sunday evening for the season 11 premiere of The Walking Dead. Never I thought that was over. Never seen a... I guess, I guess they're bringing it back. You know, hey, COVID to you. Got to have it. Got to have more. Yeah, I think I watched one episode. I've not watched a single minute. Nor have I. And it just, it wasn't... It wasn't for me. It's like one of those things, too. Also, I mean, I think I understand the premise, sort of. And understanding the premise, it amazes me how many people can dig it. So I think, all right, what am I What am I missing? Like, there must be something redeeming to it that makes people want to watch. But I... I, I just I can't I can't find it. And also, I will go back to the importance of how you name something. I mean, you can get me if you name something that sounds unappealing to me. I don't care well, what a, you do. It's a like, zombie no, show. I'm not. As far as I'm concerned, that's what it is. Do, do you have an, a, an answer to and our water cooler? When I'm too? out there driving, like when I'm out there driving and walking around, too much of the time I feel like I'm among the Walking Dead. Like I don't, I don't need it. Well, Put up on a screen. There's a store in town that I feel like that every time I walk inside. <laughs> I don't go to that store, and I'm sure you're right. Uh, if you if your number ends in 3044, you knew the correct answer was open a bottle of wine. Oh. Open a bottle of wine. 30% of people say they can never do this without looking awkward or clumsy. I, I don't know. That's why I said I, I don't know. That seemed like a weird wow. question today. By the way, I don't write them. I just use them. Today's highlight in history, this date, 1968, the Soviet Union and the other Warsaw Pact nations began invading Czechoslovakia to crush the Prague Spring liberalization drive. I don't know what that means. Tchaikovsky's 1812 Overture premiered this date in 1882. Birthdays today. Boxing promoter Don King is 90. Broadcast journalist Connie Chung is 75. Robert Plant is 73. Al Roker is 67. Billy Gardell is 52. So he's currently starring in Bob Hart's Abishala, 
but he was co-hosting in. Do you like that, Mike and Molly? We watch it. It's okay. I, I it's mean, not I like it more than him. That's yeah, one of those CBS shows. Yeah, it's on, so it's kind of like I just got to watch something. So, and Demi Lovato is twenty nine today. I don't know where my gone, but not forgotten. Went. Oh, Benjamin uh, Benjamin Harrison. Uh, Miss Shirley Snyder is saying happy anniversary to you. I know. I saw that. Uh, okay. Benjamin you, Harrison, 1833. Jim Reeves in 1923. Isaac Hayes in 1942. Isaac Hayes? Uh, yeah. A theme from Shaft. Musician. Composer. Um, Grammy winner. Hmm. I got nothing there. Yeah, nor do I. You don't like Isaac Hayes? I don't know that I know Isaac <laughs> Hayes to have an opinion on him. Well, chart toppers. Stonewall Jackson, Waterloo. All right. <laughs> could have gone about a little it. bit longer at that. It's better when we go, Waterloo, Waterloo. 1968. Jose Feliciano. You know that I'm not sure I knew he had another, another hit song. Oh, sure. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Feliz. Feliz blah blah blah. Feliz blah blah. Prospero on your felicidad. Listen, I know I'm going to make some Doors fans mad, but I'd rather hear Jose Feliciano do that song than the Doors. I disagree. I just don't like the Doors. We played Light My Fire by the Doors in sixth grade band. I don't like the Doors. It's one of the first songs we ever played. The Doors didn't compose it, I don't think. Did Jim Morrison compose it? Light my fire. He maybe did. 77. Lionel Richie and the rest of the Commodores were number one with Easy. I'm easy like Sunday morning. That's why I'm easy. Love the Commodores. I even love the Commodore 64. The computer. We had one in eighth grade science in math and science lab. We had a Commodore 64. Sam, do you know what a Commodore 64 even is? I know a Commodore is the mascot of Vanderbilt. Sam doesn't know what a Commodore 64 is. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. No. Higher love, Steve Winwood. We've known that we're old, right? Yeah, but the Commodore 64. Yeah, I mean, that is a... 1986. Steve Winwood. So what's the oldest computer you know of, Sam? Wow. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I know the names of it. Big a pa- a pa- Pentium 4? I'm not sure I would know what to call I mean. 1995. Okay, I've seen a Commodore 64. Seal. You've seen one? Yes. In a museum. Uh, In what? <laughs> In a museum. History uh, museum. At the Smithsonian. <laughs> Kiss from a Rose by Seal was number one. This date in 95. Ashley Simpson, Pieces of Me in 04. And Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams. Blurred Lines, number one, eight years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. It's not what you gather, but what you scatter that tells the kind of life you lived. It's not what you gather, it's what you scatter that tells the type of life that you live. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beach, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.